It's called being hashtag white. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse I mean, me. Same thing. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> And welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture related. I'm your host, Alex, but you can call me Senpai. And joining me tonight, I have our wizard of Wait What, Chinoda. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. That was very somber compared to how you usually do this. <laughs> and our story of Shota's Shotaro. I'm really into gerbils eating bananas. <laughs> That's not a euphemism. No, it's a context. Before we started, show posted an image of a gerbil literally like inhaling a banana, and it looks slightly lewd, shall we say? Is that the fault of the image or the fault of the viewer? Uh, maybe both. Think maybe of Gamagori and Mako. That that's the most that's the yes. best comparison I can give. <laughs> yes. Um. So. Uh, it's kind of a good lead-in into what we're talking about tonight. So what we are actually going to talk about tonight is some of our thoughts and feelings and opinions about uh, different comedies and anime and manga. Um, and probably the, the thing I want to start out with uh, first and foremost is that if you notice, and I, I think this is probably true of a lot of people that would be listening to this, if you look at like your top 10 anime that you personally have and you look through all of them, I guarantee you'll probably, for, for I'd say 75 to 80% of the people out there, you might find maybe two of those anime that could be considered comedies. So the point I'm trying to make is there's a lot of anime comedies and comedies in general that don't tend to quote-unquote stand the test of time. I'm just kind of wondering, uh, for those of you here, Jenoda and uh, Sho, are there any that you believe that actually do stand the test of time, either anime or manga? No, when you say stand the test of time, do you mean like they're a classic or like are there any decent comedies? Well, well I mean, obviously it would have to be decent to stand the test of time, but I'm th- I'm thinking of, of stuff that maybe premiered or aired uh, many, many, many years ago and people still talk about it well, or still recommend it. Uh, not Personally, I don't see any uh, comedies standing the test of time for me, but maybe Osumatsu-kun that has turned into Osumatsu-san for Japanese audiences, because I don't think the original was brought over to North America. I think that stood the test of time for uh, the Japanese. Hmm. Do you think I, that the anime itself could actually end up standing the test of time? I don't know. <laughs> Probably. They seem really into it. I just I asked that because over in Japan, the second season of Osamatsu-san completely bombed. Did it? Yeah. It was not it was not watched by a lot of people. It was much more lewd than the first season. I think that was what turned some people off of it. 
But I, I think that like a lot of the fans nowadays are Fujoshi. So I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very confused by Osamatsu-san. Oh, wait, are you saying fans of that particular show? Or are you talking yes, about just anime sh- fans in general? Like, there's Fujoshi no. everywhere. Oh, my God. I mean, you roll your eyes, because I, I literally heard you roll your eyes, but there's a lot of Fujoshi out there. I guess. Uh, what do you um, think, Shinoda? Do you think there's any uh, like anime or manga comedies out there that quote-unquote stand the test of time? I would definitely say so. I personally think uh, a ver- a personal favorite of mine, Daily Lives of High School Boys. Yes. I think it stands the test of time pretty well, and it proves that it it can be done. Because um, the jokes they do and uh, the situations that happen are timeless. It can happen anytime, anywhere. Like, it could be... Um, it could be set in a medieval era for all we care. <laughs> and the humor still is the same. It's the same situation. It's still funny. Yeah. I think for, for something like Daily Lives of High School Boys, there's there's not a lot of topical jokes in Daily Lives. It's a lot of physical gags. And I think that's why it kind of stands the test of time. Like, if you if you have a comedy, and I think this is true of... of most comedies, not just anime and manga. If you have a comedy whose primary reliance is on like current events, it's after those events have passed and some uh, some time has passed that they're not going to be anywhere near as funny anymore. But with a physical gag, I mean, a, someone getting hit with a pie in the face is always going to be funny because there's really no context to it. It's just funny because it's not something that happens every day. And I think that's what you get with Daily Lives of High School Boys. Exactly. You should get a lot of you get a lot of gags like that, especially with Literature Girl. Oh God, she's great though. Like she's literally, a she's one her. of the greatest like comedic characters of all time. Oh, there that 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 might be going a bit far. You can no, you can literally set up any joke with her, any kind of gag with her, and it works because she's so fucking stupid. I can't argue that. I really can't. And she's so clumsy. Like, all the physical gags work with her because she's so physically clumsy. And I think that's why it just works. Like, I'll give you a really good example. And this actually illustrates some of the difference between, like, maybe Japanese and American humor. With, like, an American comedy, like a sitcom, like, let's take Seinfeld, for example. Sometimes they'll spend an entire episode, which is typically about 23 and a half minutes long, just setting up a single huge punchline right at the end of the show. A lot of times that works, and it's what gets you to remember the entire show. But with something like Daily Lives of High School Boys, there's, like, gag after gag after gag after gag, and, like, you don't have the big build-up to the end. Sometimes you do, but most time you don't. And then when when you're done with the episodes, like, wow, that was a lot of funny stuff that happened all at once. Whereas, like, when you got to the end of an episode of Seinfeld, like, that was one big funny moment right at the end. Are you using that to illustrate the difference between Western and Japanese? Well, I, I am, but I, I'm talking about that's kind of the this, this way you kind of get comedy to stand the test of time. You get people to remember it. Wait, so which is better? The Seinfeld or the... Daniels? I'm saying that they're both good in their own way. Okay. It's just how you go about doing it that matters. And that you're not actually relying on something that makes you reliant on being here and now to understand it. 
See, okay, well, I personally think that the Seinfeld approach is better because it makes the jokes more memorable. Like, you get really into them, and then there's a big payoff, whereas the Daily Lives kind, it's like you forget them really easily because there was no investment originally, at least for me. I can certainly see why some people would be like that. Um, I, I don't know. I think it's it's one of those like subjective things where you have... Because comedy is obviously very subjective, but um, you, it's more of a taste thing. It's like, what brand of comedy do you like? I just think that, that stuff like both of those examples I gave is one of the things that helps comedy kind of last. It certainly helps most people remember it. Like, like what I was saying with Daily Lives is like you got this one character, Literature Girl, who, I mean, her one big thing is that she's fucking clumsy and everything she does blows up in her face. So I mean, if that happens once or twice an episode, you start you kind of remember it. You certainly remember the character. I guess <laughs> I don't remember her. <laughs> did you even watch it? I did. Ah, uh, it's well, you're not that big of a fan of comedy, so I liked it when I watched it, but then I immediately forgot it because <laughs> you moved on to something else. But like other shows, like dramas, I don't forget. Unless they're actually forgettable. I guess, well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> but, like, if I liked a drama, then I wouldn't forget it. But, like, if I liked a comedy, I'll probably forget what it. Was that, what was that show that you watched a couple years? Was it 2016? Uh, Lost Village? I still like that. Oh, I my, do. that was, no, see, here's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, that show was not intended to be comedy, but it was fucking funny. <laughs> It was not. It was serious drama. It okay? was not. It was trying to be serious drama, but it was not. It was serious drama. It was seriously funny. Well, you don't appreciate good drama. <laughs> you only liked it because there was a fucking show. There were two shotas. Like, they're like barely shotas. They're like young men. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry your bar is so high. Uh-huh. Um, but kind of drawing off of that so it's safe to say that that labeling something as a pure comedy is a hard thing to do because comedy especially in anime and manga kind of weaves itself into other genres i mean for example you take something like um uh Dayo or nichijo both of those are really just slice of lives with really heavy comedic elements thrown into them and they work yeah. in different ways what no just agreeing with you oh yeah. but the question that can come up from that is can you actually weave comedic elements into any genre whatsoever not necessarily making them be pure comedies but like take you can take a can you take a shonen and put comedy in it i'd say yes i would say yes as well what about like Something like Legend of the Galactic Heroes, like a political war kind of thing. Do you think comedy has a place in that? No. Well, I think that in the specific case of Legend of the Galactic Heroes, I'd say that a bunch of comedy, if you had an episode that had lots of comedy in it, that would certainly seem out of place. But the genre that it's in itself, this um, like political drama that it is, I think that you could potentially write a story like that that has comedic elements, yes. You could have situations, but not to the same effect. Yeah. 
I just like, but the the specific example you gave of Legend of Galactic Heroes, I'd say no. That comedy would be very much out of place in that show. So, like a similar show to Legend of the Galactic Heroes is Code Geass, and Code Geass actually does um, employ comedy slice of life. That's true. Sort of scenes. Um, and I, a lot of people complain about it and are like, this is the worst part of the show. But I think it was actually good because it juxtaposes the like lighthearted life of the Britannians versus the hard uh, life or death dramatic life of the um, Japanese. So I think that even in Legend of the Galactic Heroes, the same thing could be done where you have comedic um, scenes of people who are enjoying their life on the like on top of the because of the um people they killed which kind of makes sense in context it's like and you laugh at it at one moment and then you're like sick of it the other moment so i think comedy can definitely be integrated into serious stories but at the same time it can also uh it's very delicate if you implement it at the wrong time it's gonna be really bad (laughs) Oh yeah, like if you're so if you're it's trying a matter to of timing. It is. It, it's all a matter of timing. It's also a matter of like amount because and it, it's a complete balancing act. Anytime you're trying to inject comedy inside of drama, it is a huge balancing act because you risk alienating at least half of your audience that isn't there for any comedy. Well, but isn't the risk of that <clears throat> happening always present no matter what? I think it's certainly it's it's definitely always present when you're talking about comedy, but I think it's even more prevalent when you're actually trying to inject comedy into another genre, especially drama. Well, it's kind of like the Seinfeld effect where they like do slice of life to build up the major joke. Um, you could use it in another genre to do like comedy to build up a major dramatic um, event. So that, like, with the comedy, you get comfortable with the characters, like, you get into the story, and then it builds up to a big dramatic event. And a good example of a show that does this is ReZero. I was actually just about to say that. (laughs) Where, like, there's a lot of comedy, but, like, it serves an effect to, and it, like, enhances the drama because there's a big payoff at the end. I would also say that some of the comedic elements of ReZero also kind of lend credence to the fact that the Subaru's in a really weird world. It probably mean? helps out with the fact, yes. I mean, for example, when he's first introduced, I mean, look at Felix. Felix is kind of a just there for people to laugh at. And wow. he kind of becomes kind of a serious <laughs> character, especially when you find out he's got a fucking dick. <laughs> But um, wait, he becomes what? a serious character after you find out the dick. What? Well, as the story goes on, I just wanted to say dick. I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! But I don't know. Like I, I can see that in in the character of Felix because obviously Felix isn't a human character, um, and he kind of has this weird way of talking, and he's trapped. <laughs> it just kind of illustrates that he's obviously not in the world he came from. I guess. I I think you can use comedy make a point. Yeah, certainly. Um, for that matter, you could also use com kind of like what Chino just said. You can kind of use comedy itself to make the point of the show. 
to show how ridiculous certain things are. But I definitely think that ReZero is something that, um, like you mentioned, is definitely a good example of that. Yeah, and also like in a lot of Western movies, uh, specifically horror movies, they do like comedy little uh, jokes to get you like to let your guard down and then they do a jump scare, which can be, it can work or it might just be cheap, but oftentimes it's it works. really cheap uh, these I, I days like let's be real <laughs> well no okay yeah there's definitely a lot of movies oh, that are cheap yeah i mean f- to be fair a lot of horror movies are made on really really tight budgets so there's not much they can do you know like effects wise so they kind of kind of they got to rely on the actual story to scare you mm-hmm. um but yeah i would agree with you like I would say probably the primary reason that there's any comedy in a horror movie is to let your guard down, let the the audience's guard down. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's typically right after a joke is made that someone ends up getting killed. Yep, <laughs> it's a very structured formula that's very easy to figure out. It's easy to yeah. replicate for sure. But it might throw you off, though, because they can do, like, multiple jokes, and then you think there's going to be a jump scare, but it's not. And then when you, you're, you like, tired of it, then there's an actual jump scare, and you, like, you're, like, fuck you. But you're also scared. Again, though, that's a huge balancing act. When do you put it the is. comedy in? When do you but put I the jump like, scares in? I feel like a lot of movies do that nowadays, though, where they're, like, we're going to do a jump scare, but then they don't actually do it. <laughs> Yeah, but that's a thing of uh, big, that's because we're not used to it at the moment. I figure a little bit longer, and people who typically see horrors or whatever um, will get used to that also, because it's yeah. all a giant formula. Yeah, you eventually figure out formulas. Yeah, I mean, given enough time, an audience will figure out where the cliches and tropes are. That's for sure. Um. Do we think, though, that going back to what we said about comedy being integrated, do, do, do they, they don't always enhance a show. Sometimes they can detract from what is actually trying to be done with the show. Do we think, are there any good examples you guys can think of that? I think the most famous example is like falling into someone's breast or something. Oh my god, <laughs> the classic fucking trope. And you know, it's funny that of all tropes. It's funny that you mentioned that because I can't really think of a of a show that I, that I've personally watched recently that's actually had that gag in it. Huh? Maybe Japan's kind of learning that this is kind of stupid. Just saying. By the way, if you are listening to this out there and you've ever quote unquote accidentally fallen into someone's breast, I'd love to find out how that <laughs> happened. <sighs> I've tried to replicate it on purpose and I can't make it happen. Oh my, that's called sexual assault. <laughs> or is it harassment? It's called I was drunk. Wow. That good makes excuse. a lot of sense. <laughs> Alcohol is a great excuse for many bad decisions. Oh Jesus my God. Christ. <laughs> um, I, I would definitely think though that as long as you... As long as you appreciate the balancing act that needs to be done, comedy can be used to enhance just about any story. But again, it's it's the balancing act, it's the timing, and it's it's making sure that you don't overflow with the comedy, especially if you're doing drama. And that's yeah. definitely not easy to do, is the thing. 
No, and I, I'll say this that in in and show you'll you'll probably disagree with me, but whatever. I honestly believe that one of the hardest things to do as a writer is write comedy. I think it's so much. It's orders of magnitude easier to write drama than it is comedy. It really well, is definitely. because a lot of comedy can feel forced. Wow, I'm surprised you actually agree with me on that, though. Well, comedy is way more subjective. Like, drama is pretty... Like, you can recognize drama, but if you don't get the comedy, you don't even recognize it as comedy. <laughs> it's just like, you're just like, what is happening? I don't... This is just dumb. That's true. That's, that's very true. It, 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 but again, I go back to it all the time, the balancing act. It, that's And that's why it's so hard to write, because you never know. And, and a lot of comedy, as Jerry Seinfeld himself said one time very famously, a lot of comedy is trial and error, and you and there's a lot more error than trials. Yep. If your main appeal of your story is comedy, then there's, there's not even like trial and error with the writing, there's trial and error with the viewers, because like, there's... you. You can't consistently hit like viewers with comedy. It's way more easier in other genres to get uh, viewers from them. Oh yeah, and and then there's there's a part of that also that goes to the culture of the people watching it. Because what's going to be funny to someone in Japan isn't always going to be funny to someone outside of Japan. Some of it is it's in it's fact for like a lot of com- casual viewers, it's not. That's why a lot of uh, people don't find a lot of situations funny whereupon maybe and i don't want to sound like an ass when i say this the more hardcore viewers might actually find that stuff funny because they recognize funny situations yeah also like there's something true about that the worst thing about uh cultural differences in comedy is the puns in japan yes like First of all, you have to you have to have them explained to you, and sometimes they're not even explained to you, and you don't even know they're there until like a year after you watch the show, and it's like, oh, by the way, there was a pun there, and I'm like, oh, I never even noticed. That's pretty, like, even character names. Yeah, <laughs> a like... lot of it is jokes or references that you just don't understand because uh, a lot of their language is based on stuff like that. Yeah. Well, a, a really good example of the pun name is in the in Ace Attorney. Like the main character, who in English is called Phoenix Wright, in in Japanese his name is Naruhodo Ryuichi. His name literally means "I understand." Yeah, and he wouldn't understand. You to pardon the pun, you wouldn't understand that if you didn't have any like a cursory knowledge of the Japanese language or of the specific uh, game. Like yeah, unless you know, you don't know, and that and that's another re- reason that comedy is so subjective is that it kind of informs the culture that it was written for. I mean, if you it, to to Chino's point, if you're get just getting into anime or Japanese culture, you're not going to understand some of the jokes because you'd have to understand part of the culture to get the joke. Whereas if you've been around a long time and you're kind of used to it, you'll probably understand it. You'll you'll definitely have an easier time of understanding it, more so than someone who's just gotten into it. You'd have to be like basically fluent though to like have the same comedic effect that they intend to for a lot of the puns in particular. Oh yeah, because you miss the timing when you have to read and be like, oh, what just happened? I don't understand, <laughs> and then you have to piece it together. 
Yeah. And and <laughs> reading something and actually experiencing it like, you know, verbally is uh, two totally different experiences, I think. It's a huge yeah. difference. I mean, you a good example of this for for me personally would be Konosuba because I've read some of the light novels and I've watched both seasons of the anime like yeah, I've laughed during both, but I laughed far more at the anime than I have at the light novels because it's just a completely different experience. Girl, like, you reading either way. <laughs> well, that's true. I am reading either way, but just seeing the gags play out in, in the anime kind of it, it made it more real, I guess, is the word I'm looking for. There's more life to the joke. Yes, there's, there's way more life to a physical gag when you actually see it played out than than opposed to actually just reading it on a page. I know, it just it it's funnier that way. It like, typically tends to when be, when yes. Megamine falls over because she's used her fucking power, it's mu- it's much more satisfying for me to see her fall over in the anime and go uh instead of fucking reading that happening. Well, a lot of the comedy in Konosuba for me, was attributed to the voice acting. So oh yeah, that that definitely oh, that definitely was a part of it. But we're talking about just the the physical, physical gag itself of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, to me, I, I, if I read the gag or I see the gag, if it's physical, it would have the same effect. Uh, for me, it's completely different. I'd much rather actually watch it play out on a screen than read it on the page. Not to say that both aren't funny. They are, and I actually laughed at both of them, but I'd say I probably laughed a little harder actually seeing it play out on screen than reading it. To uh, maybe give that's an just example, me. it's like hearing a story of something funny happening versus being actually there to watch it happen. There's a huge difference. Like, for some people, sure it might have the same effect. But being there in person, it can actually increase the value of it. At least that's I my personal feel... opinion. On yeah, it. I, I, would, I would definitely agree with that for I sure. I don't know. Reading, for me, I don't know, there's like a gap comedy where like there's a sentence like she falls over. Like it's such a simple sentence and then it's supposed to be funny and then there's, there's this like gap where like you're trying to make it funny but it's such a simple sentence and that make, that's... That makes it funny for me. <laughs> I'm just so weird like that. That is yeah. so, so weird. That, so what you're saying is if you just write three simple words, you, we can make you laugh. Yes. <laughs> I farted uh, today. That's not funny. <laughs> but you said three words. I wouldn't laugh at that IRL either. So. Uh, all right. Well, let's let's move on here. So, what about comic relief characters? Because a lot of anime have them. No. Okay. No way. <laughs> we know how you feel. Will he laugh at that? I mean, do you think since you're kind of against it, do you think there's ever, ever a situation where a comic relief character is a good idea? No, I hate comic relief characters. They're stupid and annoying. <laughs> Listen, you can have comic that relief. That depends just on not, the character. Not Let's in the form real. of a character. I don't want it in the form of a character. Okay, okay so you don't like you don't like then? when situational. Yeah. So you like comic relief situations, just not actual comic relief characters. Yeah. Yeah, they can be pretty damn annoying. Like, there's very little comic relief characters I personally have found that I really enjoy. 
like, extremely enjoy. Like, if they have other parts to them other than just comic relief, I can accept them a lot more. But if they're literally just comic relief, they, they don't belong there. Like, they're just a tiresome, bothersome piece of shit. For example, I, Minata oh, from uh, My Hero Academia. Is that how you say his name? Who? Minetta? I don't know. Minetta? Yeah. The short one with uh, with sticky balls on his head. Oh he, he's God. literally just a, a short pervert. That That's it. That's all his character is. Kind of like show. It's a... Excuse you! <laughs> <laughs> like, how dare you compare me to Minetta? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that is I mean, I got the short it. part right. I'm but yeah, sure it's um stuff like that. It can be very irritating and aggravating. I think uh, he's uh, like he's not even. I feel like he's the hate relief, not the comic relief. <laughs> For you, probably. <laughs> no, he's just so rude and like and creepy. Yeah, <laughs> how is he funny? <laughs> I think he's supposed to be, but like. It just comes off hella creepy. Like, I don't know. I don't think the writing is good enough for it to be like that. Maybe, who knows? Maybe it is. I'd be no, I think surprised. the writing isn't that good. I think you had it right on the head there. Yeah. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I love My Hero Academia, but it's not the end-all be-all of anime. <laughs> oh, thank fuck someone said it, not me. <laughs> Um, I definitely agree with you, though. I think that there's there's a very fine line with comic relief characters. I think if you're gonna have a comic relief character, it should probably be in, a, in like a slice of life or you know something that's more lighthearted anyway, not necessarily in like a something that's supposed to be dramatic. I will say there's one there's one exception to that that I actually think is done really really well, and that's in um, Angel Beats with a uh, TK like uh, his entire persona is that he's supposed to be a fucking dork and he does it really really well in a show that by and large is kind of a serious somber show i mean it's basically a show about death and you just have this character running around going take chance and luck <laughs> just try to do like the most bullshittingest english you've ever heard and to me, it works. To me, it works because it's a juxtaposition of the of the serious side of death, which is quite permanent. And then you have someone who can joke about it. I think I think that's a good thing. I do. His jokes never hit me. <laughs> that show never hit you. I, I cried to that show. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, it's so sad. It is sad. Okay. Oh my I god. I also watched it as like one of my first shows, so it's unprepared. <laughs> I, I've I've said it multiple times. I still need to go back and rewatch it because the first time around I really didn't see what all the hype was about and why everyone was sad. <laughs> Genoda. Oh, I so mean, funny. it's basically discount Haruhi in heaven. Maybe that's it. I, that's I the whole know. show. That's the whole ha- show. I have to see it again to see if it, if it actually has an emotional impact on me or not. I don't know. For me personally, though, that is one specific instance where I thought that a comic relief character worked because I liked watching him bumble about. I guess. 
And that's that, but that's that's one of the very it's actually the only exception I can think of off the top of my head. I don't think that comic relief characters are inherently a bad thing, but I think that when you rely on them, especially in a drama series, to be the only bright spot, that's where your problem comes. Yeah. And there's also like a pretty um popular form of comic relief which is the comedy duo where there's one goofy character and then the other character who's super down to earth and always criticizes the goofy character for being stupid and the the one who criticizes often becomes really annoying (laughs) is it just me or does it seem like there's a lot of those duos that are related what do you mean i mean it seems like there's like there's brother and sister duos that are like that that's because and that's the element it works. It feels more natural that way. I guess. As an only child, I can't relate to be, you know, having a sibling. So, I don't know if that's what actually having a sibling is like. No, actually having a sibling, it's a lot more violent. <laughs> Whoa. Wait, what kind of childhood did you have? I didn't. I'm the oldest one. <laughs> oh, so you were the one doing the tormenting. Uh well no no little kids are shits. Okay. <laughs> Again, I have nothing to compare this to. I was an only child. I never had any siblings to torment or be tormented by. Oh my god. That could I, be a, a good <clears throat> thing. I tormented my older cousins, not my my younger sister who tormented me. <laughs> <laughs> and she still does sometimes. No. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Is it is that just me, or does it seem like there's a lot of brother sister or sibling duos that are like the comic, you know, like the the comedic duo? No, I, I can definitely see there being uh pairs of them. And I honestly I can't said, think of any off the top of my head, it but goes well together. I guess, but I I do I do like the idea of the comedic duo. Oh, I like person, it. <laughs> I personally like it, yeah. Especially especially when it's used in the sense that you're you're trying to teach the the shitty one of the duo, the one that's always like um cracking jokes and not taking anything seriously, when they they kind of learn to become more serious because of it. I think you could a... definitely use it like that. But it's the same joke over and over. True. <gasps> Although there are there are some people who would say that certain jokes get funnier with telling. Uh, I guess stretching it. I mean, think about it though. There are some jokes that, like running jokes in in anime or any form of comedy for that matter, that every time they happen, it seems like they get funnier and funnier. A really good example of this is in Konosuba, with Megamine falling over every time she has she uses her explosion magic. I have never once. Anytime that happened in the anime or the manga, not at least chuckled when that happened. You're alone in that aspect. I am no, not. I know I'm no, not the only I'll one. I agree with them on that. I also at least get a good chuckle out of it because it's just funny to see. Especially in the anime because you get to hear go, Psycho uh. <laughs> Des. Jesus. I don't know. It's. I mean, there is something to be said about that, that that you can't have the running joke, and there are anime that have running jokes in them like that. Um, I mean, an- another one in, in Konosuba is everyone going, Kazuma, Kazuma! Kazuma des? Kazuma des. <laughs> I mean, I think that's funny. Yeah, I guess. 
I know it's not your cup of tea, but I, I don't know. I, I like running gags, especially when they're executed very well. Now, running gags can obviously become tired if they're if they be if they're being used, you know, constantly one right after the other, or if they start being used in ways that are kind of different from how they started out. I think you can definitely lose someone on that. It's a matter of timing and uh, yeah. usage amount. We we keep using those terms a lot when we talk about comedy. Because it's important. You can't just uh, say something or do something willy-nilly and expect it to be funny every time. You have to get it right. Otherwise, don't even bother. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nothing to say for trying, though. I mean, not every joke is going to be a masterpiece. Yeah, doesn't mean you shouldn't try. Land. I mean, ask any stand-up comedian; they'll tell you that not every joke is going to get a laugh, and some of the jokes you think are going to get the biggest laughs don't get any laughs at all. Comedy doesn't make sense. No, it is. They say it's one of the things that makes human beings human beings, because no other no other animals try and make each other laugh. Must not be human. That well, no duh, a cat isn't human, fucker. What? Cat girls, on the other hand. Now you're stretching it. <laughs> anyway, so I, what what's the final verdict on the comic relief character? Yay or nay? Nay. Kill 'em all. Kill 'em all. Well, I won't go well, so far as to say kill 'em all. I'll say yes, but only if there's an actual purpose behind it being a comic relief character. Wait. So did we give an example of a good comic relief character? I did. Which one? TK from Angel oh, Beats. Okay. No, you guys didn't, but I did. Yeah, because well, I can't give it if I don't believe there is one. <laughs> Chinoda, can you think of a good comic relief character example? Darkness. <laughs> from Konosuba. Yeah. Aren't they all comic relief characters in their own way, though? Yeah, considering it's a comedy, it can't count. Mm. No, I can't. I can think of one from a shonen. Good. That 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 Chinoda, you actually might agree with me with. Okay, shoot. Do you remember? I don't remember his name because it's been so long since I've watched this. Oh my god! But do you remember the episode, or I think it was like three episodes of the original? Remember of the original Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, Barry, Barry the Chopper. Oh, Barry the Chopper. Yeah, that was a no, comic relief funny. character, and he was done really well. Okay, yeah, that. I can agree with that. As, as I was telling the story, like the name him is like Gary. No, not Gary. Larry. No, Barry. Barry the Chopper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a good example of a comic relief character. He was only there for like I think two or three episodes in the original Full Metal Alchemist. I don't remember the exact number of episodes. No, he was there for longer than that, even in the original. Okay. But he wasn't there for the entire run of the show. No, no. He That's wasn't. my point. He was only there for a certain number of episodes. He kind of served his purpose, and he was gone. And that, that, to me, is what made it work, is that he didn't stick around for the entire show. He served his purpose, and he left. And no one ever mentioned him ever again. See? See? You want to kill him off. <laughs> yes, but that's, that's not to say he death. never existed in the first place. People that die have have existed in the first place they just don't come back you know yeah you know but i i think that's a good example of you know a comic relief character and a shonen for sure being used relatively well um 
I think there are comic relief situations, and this happens especially in Shonen that are really good examples of how comedy can work inside of them. I can actually think of an entire episode of the original Naruto that was like this, and Shinoda, episode 100. Episode 100, what they do? Where they try to see what's under Kakashi's mask. Oh dear god, that was That was the funniest episode of Naruto ever. It was pretty damn great. It was a filler, but it was good filler. And there is such a thing. Yes, there is. As hard as it may be to believe, there is such a thing as good filler in Shonen. And this is a really good example. Episode 100 of Naruto, where they try to see what's underneath Kakashi's mask. I love that episode. It's the only episode of the original Naruto where I think that Sasuke isn't a complete jackass. Oh, I I just thought of a comic relief character. I don't know if they're good or not. But Potato Girl from Attack on Titan. Oh, Sasha? The only character from Attack on Titan I actually liked. She's Irish, by the way. I'm not sure if I would even call her a comic relief character. She was definitely, she was like so weird. She was like, I need food all the time. (laughs) No, she, she was definitely funnier than others, but she wasn't hardcore comic relief, though. Was she? I, I would consider her hardcore. Okay. She was... I don't know if she's good or not, though. You know that she's Irish, right? She definitely made me laugh, and uh, it definitely uh, gave a pause outside of all the serious stuff or dramatic stuff from the show. Yeah. In a good way. She was, like, way... So much of a comic character for such a serious show, it definitely threw me off in a good way. (laughs) A show. What? You know she's Irish, right? Why? You don't look potatoes. at potatoes like that and not be Irish. It's called being hashtag white. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse I mean, me. Same thing. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Just because you're Irish doesn't mean you're white. Celtic people are a fucking race. No, I'm saying that all white people like potatoes, not just Irish. Let me tell you something. If you're Irish, you love potatoes. <laughs> I mean, that much is obvious. And you don't look at a potato like she did, like she's going to make love to it. She probably And not did. be at least a little bit Irish. Uh-huh. Sure. <sighs> you brought up the only part in the first season of Attack on Titan I like. Uh-huh. You don't like the trap, Armin? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, not really. Such a good trap. Best trap. Okay, let's go back to the topic. Back to what we were talking about. Um, I'm surprised that you actually thought that, though. I would have assumed that you, of all people, would think that she was a terrible character. Why? Because she's a comic relief character in a very serious show, and a show that desperately wants you to take it so seriously. But it's it like one of my favorite shows. How can I hate but it? Just because it's your favorite show doesn't mean that there can't be something wrong with it. Yeah, but I won't see it as wrong. <laughs> At least you can admit that. <laughs> it takes a big man to admit that, hey, I'm fucking biased. I love this show. Nothing's wrong with it. Fuck you. Exactly. <laughs> Alright, well, getting back on topic, as you say. So, I kind of want to take this last little bit of the episode here and talk about why we actually like the anime comedies, or manga comedies, that we do like. 
And then I also want to use this as sort of like a recommendation corner because, let's be honest, comedies don't tend to get anywhere near a hype level unless they're really, really, really good. That uh, like stuff like shonen and dramas and especially these days isekai stories do. Um, so uh, let's start with Chinoda. Yes. Tell me some stuff that you like, why you like it, and tell the audience some things you'd recommend. Um. First thing first, I'm gonna start off with something that's actually airing this current season, Hina Matsuri. Um, Why should a, I watch this show? <laughs> you can watch this show on Crunchyroll, and I believe no, it's not, on not Funimation how, also. Why? <laughs> not how? Why? Oh, why? Why? Um, I know how I can watch it. So, I'll give you a simple synopsis. Uh, psychic girls come out of another dimension, and, uh, the first person to encounter her is a Yakuza person. Shenanigans ensue. That that should honestly be all you need. It's a slice of life, but it's also, it has a lot of comedic moments because of it. That's my recommendation. Sounds a lot like the synopsis for Maho Shoujo Ore. I was about to say that exact same thing. Is it? Is it really? <laughs> Ma- okay, so complete tangent. Maho Shoujo Ore is a show that's airing this season, spring of 2018, that, first of all, I fucking love. Second of all, it's basically a fucking parody of all the Maho Shoujo's out there because the two main characters turn into guys when they transform what and it's just hold on what (laughs) yes the two main female characters when they transform into magical girls turn into men and like not like like bishy uh fucking like high school tall like you know fuck me now daddy men i'm talking about (laughs) like i'm talking about like big beefy bara men i love it right in assuming like uh a JoJo's image in mind. I mean, yeah, yeah maybe, yeah. I would, I, I would say no. They have the body of a JoJo, but the face of a Bishi. But yeah, kinda. You got the Bishi face with the Bara body. It doesn't really go together. <laughs> oh, it goes together perfectly, and I love every second of it. But yeah, there's the Yakuza and aliens in that. The so. best thing about that Yakuza is he's like a shape shifting Yakuza. I'm sorry. What? What the fuck is this? I need to. You check should this out. seriously the, go watch the show. The, Just go watch it now. The Cubay character is the Yakuza. Oh. Yeah. Just imagine Cubay as a Yakuza, and he constantly giving him useless weapons. Which is another comedy that I assume Alex recommends. Oh, I, I fucking recommend Maho Shoujo Ori. It's like one of the best shows of the spring season. I'm not even joking about that. Oh, honey, you are so into that. There's actually a lot of shows currently airing that I would actually recommend. Not all of them are comedies, but there's a lot airing right now I would recommend. But, like, and not even for the fact that they're sequels. In fact, fuck the sequels. Like, just the shows that are airing right now are so good. Yes. But that's a but whole anyway, other topic. <laughs> what's something else that you would recommend, Jonathan? Because I know you have a couple of things listed here. Uh, does someone else want to uh, go next before I... I mean, show you want to give one? Sure. Because well, you only have one? <laughs> no. I thought of another. Um, 
a comedy that I really liked is uh, K. Joe. <laughs> oh, Lord, not this shit again. That's an example of an action comedy. I mean, I guess so. I mean, but the best part of the show for me was the comedy aspects. The act, the action was like icing on the cake. The whole show, but icing on the buddy, on the booty, I, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> icing on the buddy, <laughs> icing on the booty. But yeah, that show got me laughing every episode. Um, isn't that? Didn't you tell us once that your mom actually walked in on you watching an episode of that show and she sat yeah. and watched it with you? She just she had no comment. She was just <laughs> like, this is normal. <laughs> but I disown you, it, son. I loved I loved all the booty attack names. Oh god! Every time they introduced a new one, I would just roll on the floor dying. That was actually a really a comedy that I really liked, and there are very few of them. <laughs> But um, in general, I like abs- absurd comedies or like over the top comedies along the lines of Keijo and like prison school and uh, food wars ish kind of that kind of thing. Um, yeah, I-, I would classify that as definitely having some interesting comedic elements in it. Yeah, I don't really like gag or like just straight up jokes. I like more when um, the Seinfeld type where you like, you get to know the characters and then the characters do funny things, which is, I like that kind of comedy, which is different from absurd comedy, but like, I like both those types. I don't like just like straight up comedy. That's, I find it boring, kind of. It doesn't, it doesn't get me, just get me going. But um, so you'd say, you'd say you're more into stuff that where comedy is blended into other things, not necessarily comedy by itself. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, but I, I wouldn't recommend Keijo because not everyone would be into that kind of thing. It um, does have a bit of etchy bent to it as well. <laughs> a bit. <laughs> I would recommend uh, Monthly Girls Nozaki-kun, and it's not about your period. <laughs> it's about <laughs> I never manga. even thought of that. Holy shit. Jesus Wait, Christ. that's like, okay, that's the first thing I thought when I saw that title. And I'm like, this is the stupidest English name I, for a show. Like, I Monthly never, Girl? What? I've, I've, I've seen, I've watched that so many times. And I never once thought that it was about periods. <laughs> no, it's not about periods. It's just bad phrasing. <laughs> Anyways, okay, no. No, from now on, that's what Monthly Girls Nozaki-kun is about. It's about girls and their period. Dear no. Christ, no. Anyways, I would recommend that. It's about it's what it actually is about is um this girl has a crush on she's in high school, she has a crush on this guy who is a mangaka and then it just follows the people in her school that she becomes friends with and they're all like a little awkward and weird and they they have really funny interactions and I think it's a comedy that will resonate with a lot of people because it's very situational and it's not it's not cliche it's pretty inventive or creative with its jokes and they're pretty the the jokes come naturally so uh i would definitely recommend that as a safe bet if you're looking for a comedy yeah i definitely a show i'd recommend as well it's incredibly funny and it's sometimes kind of relatable. Kind of. When is this show from? 
Uh, oh, it's several years old now, isn't it? Several, maybe, maybe like five ish, five to seven. I don't know. Uh, I want to say 2013. I wonder if I got it right. Oh, 2014. I, actually... I was off by a year. But is that only 2014? I could have swore it came out in like 2011 or 2012. Nah, I didn't know it was that new. I thought it was much older than that. Well, anyway, nah. yeah. I I personally <laughs> highly recommend it. It's got like the situ- the situational humor in it is like top notch. It's really good. Mm-hmm. And also, it's not about periods. I promise. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> Listen, it's All either right. it is or it isn't. You can't do either or. It just be uh, interesting. <laughs> maybe. Um, so I guess. Were you done? <laughs> so, yeah, I'm done. Okay. I didn't know if you had anything else to say. <laughs> uh, so I guess I'll go. Um, so comedy that I like, I am I like, as you can probably tell from some of the stuff I mentioned, I like gag humor because I just, I don't know, there's something funny about it to me, um, which is why I like characters like Literature Girl and Dated Liza High School Boys. It's why I love Megamine and Konosuba. Um, but... Uh, one of the a show that I would recommend personally, one show that I re- recommend is a show that came out uh, last oh last year in the fall season, so fall twenty seventeen. Um, it's a show based on a four coma manga, which I have also subsequently started reading, and it's hysterically funny. Called Aho Girl. Oh God! I exactly. <laughs> Don't get ahead of me though. So Aho Girl is basically it's kind of a school life for coma slice of life story um about this girl who is really really like stupid on a level that you can't even begin to imagine um and it's basically the, the whole show revolves around her interactions with the people around her and how just she doesn't understand basic concepts and this the shit that she gets into because of this and just watching the people around her slowly devolve into insanity because of her was hysterically funny and also really well drawn i'd say um especially the manga the manga for a four coma manga is actually really well drawn but yeah um i also i personally love four coma mangas because number one you can get through them pretty quick and number two they tend to be pretty funny it's kind of hard to tell a serious story with a four coma um although not impossible uh uh new game does it pretty well i think it's telling a semi-serious story with a four coma format um but yeah Aho girl fucking watch it she's stupid and you will feel so much better about yourself when you watch it. Uh, question. What the hell is that format that you're talking about? Like, uh, four coma? Yeah. It literally means that there's four panels in each quote-unquote story. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. So it's basically telling stories in four panel chunks. Okay, I can get that. It's like the um, small newspaper uh, clip. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. A, a lot of four comas are released online. At least nowadays they are. Um, it's not not all four comas end up getting like a a paperback, you know, release. So they can be hard to come by to read sometimes, and they're not always translated, at least very quickly. But Aho Girl is one of those that got picked up and is being professionally translated. So. Um, and it got licensed, so you can buy it legally. 
uh, and I highly recommend it because the the layout is actually really good. It's actually one of the best four coma layouts I've ever seen for a paperback copy. Anyway, that's all I got for Aho Girl. <laughs> you want to go with another one of your recommendations, Chinoda? Yes, sure. Um, next show I'd like to recommend. We've talked about it a bunch of times throughout this episode. Konosuba. Um, explosion. Explosions everywhere, including my pants. Um, <clears throat> <clears throat> <laughs> Relax, um, FBI. It's for a joke. It's it's supposed. The story starts out as a adventure quest, but it just derails so quickly. <laughs> I thought you said Adventure Time. <laughs> Did I say? No, I thought that's what you were gonna say. It's like Adventure Time. <laughs> this is nothing like Adventure Time. I mean, I don't know. There's a there's a comedic situations that happen, well, just not as ridiculous as uh, Adventure Times. But anyway, but, Konosuba. Yes, Konosuba. Um, Konosuba for lovable idiots. Lovable being um a hard word to use when describing <laughs> them, or easy, depending on who you're looking at. Um. It's about the adventures of uh, these four idiots and their cat. And <laughs> honestly, <laughs> shut up, shut up. No, you mentioned that. the best character. Chomusuke. I did. Chomusuke is. Um, what's the cat's name? Chomusuke. No, seriously, what's the cat's name? Chomusuke is. Shut up. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a. Uh, it's just a. Uh, really easy uh, slice of life with action in it but the actions there just for moving stuff along it's it's not even important yeah i mean you forgot about the most important part about konosuma oh i mean explosions duh <sighs> do i need to call the police again listen shut up <laughs> Don't make me delete everything on my hard drive again. You be the one crying about it, not us. <laughs> it's not my fault that Megamine is so good looking. Oh my Did God. I say that out loud? Can we move on, please? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, uh... I'm going to jail. <laughs> oh, Lord. Alright, uh, was that all you actually had to say about Konosuba? Um... Yeah, I think the sheer popularity of it, as it is, uh, should speak for itself, honestly. Like, I'm yeah. sure if you paid any iota of attention to the uh, anime community, you will have seen something from Konosuba. Because that's how popular it's gotten in the past couple of years. Oh, for sure. I think, you, at this point, if you're part of the anime community and you haven't heard of Konosuba... I'd like to know what part of the community you're actually in. Like, what it, what rock are you under? Like, I, I'm very much interested in how how internet-proof this rock is. <laughs> it's like half of the internet, half of the anime memes that came out over the last couple years involved Konosuba in some way or another. It really did, though. It really did. <sighs> All right. Was, um, did you actually have anything else to show her? No, I blew Listen. my load. Okay, wow, okay. Well, Kickity. clean up, because we're almost done. <laughs> um, so there's one other one, uh, other comedy that I want to recommend. Uh, and that's another 
uh, comedy that's based on a four coma manga, and that's called Azumanga Dayo. This came out back in two thousand. The anime came out back in two thousand and three. It's think? old as shit. It's it's really old. It was licensed at one point. Uh, it's not licensed anymore, as far as I know. I could be mistaken about that. Um, so it's kind of difficult to get a hold of like physical copies of the anime. Um, but the anime itself and the manga are basically about this group of girls uh, at a sc- at a high school, and one of them is like. Uh, I think 10 years old, if I remember correctly. So wow, such a lolly con. I, she's definitely a lolly. Um, but it, it's basically, it's a, it's a slice of life where very little actually happens, but all the comedy in it comes from the interaction between the, the characters. And you actually get to learn a lot about the characters throughout the course of the story. And if I do remember right, again, it's been, several several years since i've actually seen the anime i do believe the anime actually ends up covering all of the source material i might be mistaken about that i know it covers a significant portion if it doesn't cover all of it um but there's a lot of there's a lot of physical gags especially involving um one character in particular um there's another character who is incredibly stupid and and is also very ignorant of the fact that she is stupid and a lot of the comedy comes from her not understanding very basic things, like that her accent sounds completely different to everybody else, um, and she thinks that she sounds just like everybody else. And there's a whole, there's like three episodes that deal all about that, and it's incredibly funny how it plays out. Um, let's see, what else is there? Um, there's like the really athletic girl who's self-conscious. That there's also implied lesbianism. Um, what else does this Azumanga Dayo have? It is, it is the, uh, the manga is one of the manga that I think helped popularize the four coma format. Um, because I, there really weren't a whole lot of four coma before Azumanga Dayo. I didn't invent the format, but it definitely popularized it. Um, what else? What can I say about Azumanga Dayo? It's, it's old. Uh, the anime, if you watch the anime, the, an, the, the animation clearly shows its age. Um, but I still think it's worth watching. It's still, it's still, after all these years, it's still good. It's still funny. I'll I say, go back and I'll say it. this on it. It's, it definitely has its moments, but I personally think it's aged horribly. The pacing on the show, I feel is horrendous. Absolutely horrendous. Oh, it's very slow paced for a comedy. And like, I watched it. Like, I sat down and watched it for the first time last year, and I'm not going to lie. At times, it was a struggle to get through it just because the pacing issues with it. Like, it felt like such a bore to get through at times. Don't get me wrong. It definitely had very good moments. I can definitely see why it's uh, so beloved, and it deserves everything. But it has not aged well due to all the reasons I just stated. Yeah, I I would definitely agree that it it's the anime in particular has not aged well. Um, I can tell you something about it that's aged even worse is the English dub. Um, not very good. <laughs> not very good at all. Uh, they gave the character of Osaka, who's supposed to have a Kansai accent. Of course they give her a very deep southern accent. Oh, ew. Why? 
I I don't for this was actually a a thing back in the early 2000s with English dubs. They used to give characters that had pronounced Kansai accents. They always had them speak with really thick American Southern accents. Jesus, localization. I don't know can why. Good thing. Not always. I though. don't know why they did it though. I guess it's because like the difference between uh like your basic Tokyo dialect or accent in Japanese there I guess that's kind of the same difference between the like the Tokyo and the Kansai uh accent versus like a, a New York accent to like an accent of someone from Georgia that that's the only that's the only like explanation I've ever been able to come up with because I don't think the anime industry has ever given us a good explanation of why they did that not a decent one not that I think can think of but if you are ever watching an English dub from like the late 90s like 98 through about 2004 or 5 and you see a character that or there's a character on screen that has a really thick southern accent that's why especially if it's an unexplained southern accent anyway that's all i got for azamanga dio that's it did you have one more you want to talk about shinoda i do have one more that i want to talk about and it's not just any single one it's the one (laughs) go ahead give it to us man of high school boys the classic of all classics this show oh my god it's it's timeless it really is and with a good reason they knew how to uh deliver everything perfectly and to this very year it's worked uh what else can I say about Alex Pitchin, please help me out. Well oh you want me to pitch Daily Lives of High School Boys. Okay, I can pitch Daily Lives of High School Boys with one word. Jack. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> why Hold on. Are you uh, is he dead? I'm good. I think he's dead. I'd be so thankful if that's the case. Oh my god. <laughs> I think he's dead. I think we actually killed him. Well, good night, everybody. We killed Snowda. What do you mean? I'm here. I'm good. I'm, I'm good. Seriously, if you've never seen Daylight's High School Boys, when you get to the part where, where I just, just Jack. <laughs> oh man, um, the show what else? will I mean, definitely leave an impression on you. Is the thing as the. I, I, as the title implies with Daily Lives of High School Boys, it follows the daily lives of a group of high school boys and all the bullshit that they get into. Um, a lot of physical gags in the show. Not a whole lot of... Um, a lot of running gags. Um, not a whole lot of, like, jokes that require a bunch of setup. Um, like, a good example of a joke that you have in Daily Lives of High School Boys. Hey, I wonder what skirts are like. Let's all wear skirts and find out. Only That's one it. character proceeds to wear skirts. Yeah, then only one person proceeds to actually come out in said skirt. Then said character's older sister finds out that he's wearing her skirt. Younger sister. Our younger sister, excuse me. Yes, younger sister. That's it. That's basically Day Lives of High School Boys. It's basically boys have thoughts, boys act on thoughts, boys get in trouble because of these actions they had based on their thoughts. It's simple, and it works. Yeah, and then you have Literature Girl, who is literally like the screw-up of all screw-ups. And she is a beautiful potato for it. A potato is an apt a- a- adjective to describe her. She is literally a potato. 
because I can't say that she's a cinnamon roll because like I don't want to hug her and for fear of she'll break my bones. But yeah, that's daily lives of high school boys. That's that's the best way I can sell it to you, Jack. Uh, boys doing stupid shit and getting in trouble for it, and literature girl. There really that's isn't it. much else to it, honestly. It all works. It all works really well, and you'll you'll do one of two things when you when you watch Day Lives. You'll either you'll either laugh so hard you piss yourself, which I actually did while watching this show. Holy shit! Really? Or I think you know which point I'm talking about too. Um, or you will not laugh at all while watching this show, proving once and for all you are a fucking robot. I want to say you might be uh, being a bit extreme about it, but the situations in there are that funny, so I can't fault you. Yeah, that's it. I think that's a good point in this, though. <laughs> I think I agree with you. <laughs> Alright, well thank you all there for dropping in to listen to us. We hope you enjoyed it because we always enjoy bringing this stuff to you. If you want to check out previous episodes of the podcast, you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, or YouTube. If you want to keep up with what we're doing and have a little more fun, you can join our new Discord server, become a member of our Facebook group, follow our Twitch channel, and visit our website. And as always, if you have any questions, comments, criticisms, or concerns on this or any episode, feel free to choose an email. Links to all of these things will be down below in the description. As always, I have been your host, Alex, and I will see you next time. Say goodnight, everybody. Good night. All right. Go laugh, people. <laughs> hey, you want to hear a joke? Oh, no. God. Come on!